welcome to this game where podcast all your base are belong to us this is chris and over there is me ashley what is that from what game is that from i've got no idea it's a no i knew you wouldn't know i knew you wouldn't know what is it from then do you know you just said it um no i don't but yeah, i haven't there you used go. it I, no not hey, there you go i haven't used it as my introduction to my podcast have i it's my thing it's my shtick yeah i uh, you know okay fine you all right no obviously but i uh, <laughs> I, wa- I was good but you're not now no you've you've yucked my yum don't think how, i have how are you i think you yucked your own yum frequently are you all right flexible yeah i'm really good actually i'm even better now so read into that what you will how's your own brew oh i was gonna i was gonna what i was gonna do was ah it didn't come out very loud did it that was disappointing do some live fizz like that yeah do live live (laughs) and brew opening really good orange super put the lid on and shake it up and then do it that'll be okay no i already dropped it so i don't want to shake it up fair enough do you know what game we're doing this week then while you guzzle your own brew yeah go on this week is this game where you place simians to stop an onslaught of inflatables it was first released in 2007 by a new zealand developer Oh, is it uh, Bloons or whatever it's called? It's the uh, tower defence game, the first tower defence game. I'm impressed. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Um, So I can tell you about this. Uh, You played this incessantly whilst working at a certain place. um, And the person that got you onto it was your supervisor. I I played it incessantly. Not when I knew you, no, but you've already told me about it. Oh, yeah. So right. we should have just recorded that. Yeah. Well, so is it actually is it is it verifiably the first tower defense game? No, I don't think so. Okay. No. So anyway, let's let's, uh, let's dial it back then. Uh, this is called. Well, we're going to play the original, which is called Bloons Tower Defense. I've always referred to it as Bloons, but apparently Bloons is a, a separate game entirely that came out before. Um, so we're playing a game called Bloons Tower Defense, which, as I said, okay. first released in 2007. This is a tower defense game. Yep. As the clues entitled, Bloons Tower Defense. Although it did have mm-hmm. three names. There was a third one came out. Uh, there's been six in the series to date. And the third one had to be renamed as Bloons TD. Uh, because there was an infringement claim in 2009 from the developers of the game Tower Defense Lost Earth. Uh, the developers were called Com2US, or probably Com2US, uh, and I've never heard of them either. No, it's ridiculous it, that they can do that. Yeah, and it then became renamed Bloons TD, which yeah. uh, isn't, you know, obviously it's not got the, the words Tower Defense, but it's not difficult to... Uh, imagine what td stands for is it no even so uh, that's that's an interesting little bit of history that is totally absurd but i've always referred to it as balloons and for the entirety of this episode i'm going to call it balloons i'm not going to call it balloons td because i think that is quite tedious i'm just going to call it balloons okay hey yeah that's fine live with it okay uh, so it is a tower defense game. You play on a well. You, you play sort of looking down on a track from a, a top-down perspective, and the enemies are balloons, which is B L O N S, which is a, a shortened version of balloons, like a, a cutesified version of that. Uh, the balloons flow 
drift, I guess, along this path, this set course, and you have to float place towers. Float, yeah, float's probably a better word. And you have to place towers, which are monkeys, to pop them. Uh, the monkeys throw darts as the balloons pass them uh, within their radius. Um, and that's apparently that gameplay is was inspired by the developers playing um, dart and balloon carnival games, which I've never played, but I know is a, a thing. Yeah, I've never, I've never really played any carnival game. Oh, Hooker Duck, Hooker Duck, I've played yeah, Hooker Duck. That's pretty much what I've played. I think it's something that's, yeah. that those sort of things are a bit bigger in America, like the ones where you squirt water into a clown's mouth. Yeah, what sort yes. of thing? Um, yeah, uh, the balloons are coloured to show the hit points. So, for example, a red balloon is standard. A blue one, if you pop a blue one, it then releases two red ones. So you've got to understand the colour sequences and understand that uh, this balloon carries x amount of weaker balloons within it etc you are given money at the end of each round for you to then choose what to do with it whether you upgrade the towers whether you buy new towers or unlock new towers etc it is up to you lovely so far it just it does sound like a tower defense game yeah, it, it is. This was pretty much my first experience with tower defense games. It, it was a flash game. It was released, as I said, in summer 2007. And I first heard about this game because my little brother, who is not into computer games at all, um, somehow found out about it when he was supposed to have been doing work for his A-levels. I think him and some of his friends uh, doing during their IT A-level um, just sat and played this for yeah. the duration of have... instead. Did you have your version of that in your IT lessons or are you too old for IT lessons or I did ICT um which yeah well we did as well which is the same thing yeah well I I don't have an IT GCSE because the school I went to for my secondary school um did not have the technology available to do IT as a GCSE um I don't have an IT GCSE Hmm. and the reason for that is because I started an ICT course long course um, GCSE basically GCSE ICT um, under the impression that we were going to do um, a certain set of things uh, and I was under that impression because we were told we were going to do them which included hardware stuff um, learning about learning about computers in a, in the ways that I wanted to um, and when, when it actually started the course was all about um, how to use Microsoft Word and Excel and the software, or just learning how to use software, and it's super boring. But I stuck with it for about nine months. So basically, um, I got into year eleven. So I got I got through a whole year of it um, into year eleven, and then the teacher. Well, what would it be? The teacher had taken about three or four months off. Oh. In our first year, and then we had to go out and do some nonsense about um, how IT is used in the workplace, and I just was so cheesed off with all of it that I went to my head teacher and asked if I could swap to do PE, and then I did a, I did a full PE GCSE in uh, in about eight months and got an A star. So, well, uh, check you out. Yeah, I mean I it did- was pretty easy. For my ICT A-level, I remember spending a long time designing a spreadsheet that had all, all code that went across. And it was a spreadsheet for uh, buying houses that an estate agent could use. So th- the tabs were all named after different houses. And this style of house, model of house, had X number of windows. And this style of house had this number of windows. And then the main 
page. The first tab was then if a person wanted to buy a house, you then it then dragged everything in from the other tabs and uh, it was blue. I remember colouring all the cells to be a sort of like a lightish blue colour. Nice. With, pic- with pictures of houses. Cool. I mean, I've, I mean, I've, I've bored myself retelling that story. <laughs> I was just thinking, and I was about to say, uh, don't be offended if we cut if we cut the uh, <laughs> IT talk because I don't imagine anyone's interested. I don't even think you were. So <laughs> no. the no. very people that did the course. So my brother, similarly, I think was that le- level of engaged with his IT course. So him and his friends you, you, stumbled yeah, across I, this game, and I, um, therefore he played that a lot, played it a lot at home, and he got me into it as well. Okay, cool. So the question that I asked, uh, we sort of skirted around anyway, because I asked, did you have, maybe I wasn't clear enough, did you have a game that you would surreptitiously play when you were supposed to be doing IT, say in year 7, 8 or 9 or GCSE? Well, we, uh, the school I went to, we didn't do any IT at all, not to remember anyway. Wow, in, okay. Yeah, because the we had... Um, I don't know on map books that, that it was the, the it was the really old where the mouse had one big button. It was and the, the right the, you the were one of those schools. Yeah, was your were you a grammar school? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. Uh, okay. So we had this suite of of Macs that um, you know oh great we've got Macs but they were um, essentially paperweight and um, it was black and white screens. I remember as well they they were not great. So fab. I, I don't. Black I don't and ha- white screens. Yeah, yeah. E- even in the late nineties, when I was doing my uh, year seven, eight, nine, etc. So I, I don't have a game that I surreptitiously played during those lessons because I didn't have. Yeah, them. What, uh, what was there, yours, were, there, there were no games on uh, Max at the time, or very few. Um, we used to play a game called Tanks, which was basically worms just with one tank, and you would have two players, each play, each controlling a single tank, either red or blue, they would be able to fire projectiles up into the air and it would use, um, there would be wind um, and you would have to use the momentum from the wind um, and calculate, calculate, guess where where you were firing in order to hit the other tank. Um, And it deformed the land when when they landed and stuff. We took in turns to play. We were all on it. Right. There, w- there would be a, a class of thirty people, and there'd be like twenty-eight people playing <laughs> tanks. And as the as the teacher walked around, it was yeah. like in a U shape, in a horseshoe shape. As the teacher walked around, it would be like a Mexican wave of people switching switching tanks off. People alt tab. Uh, as he, yeah, exactly, hiding it, um, and then just turning it back on when he went past. He was a he was a complete. He, I don't say this lightly. The teacher was a pillock. It's <laughs> a good word. Mm. So there were two people that weren't playing it. Were they the, the eggheads, or were they too cool for it? I mean, you could say that, but one of them almost certainly would have been Hannah. Mm, Egghead. So then. I will be telling her that. <laughs> Shouldn't regret re mm. uh, Yeah, it, essentially, this game was a time filler, both for, for me and well, for my brother and for me when I started playing it. it. It's a game where you can get, you can spend about 20 to 25 minutes on it and get to level 37 out of 50 and then suddenly you've made made a wrong decision at the end of level 36 and then it's all just gone out oh, the window. Oh, dear. I quite right, like that. Sound. Oh. Yes and no. I don't know if I'd enjoy it in the actual offing. 
Oh, it's quite... You feel when it happens, you just feel a bit, oh, well, I shouldn't have made that decision a few levels ago. I should have planned myself better, but that's all part of the fun. Yeah, okay. Well, Uh, we'll see today. As I've said, there are six main titles with the last one, uh, Bloons TD, its proper title, um, was released in June 2018. Um, I... I dipped in and out of the second and third ones because they were all pretty much all of them available for free. They're all Flash games. Uh, but I always liked this first one we're going to be playing today because the second, third, etc. they started to introduce different mechanics and different gameplay loops and things. And I just okay. preferred this this one just for its its simplicity. Yeah. So when you say it's a Flash game, do you mean a Flash game? Because we're going to have quite a dis- quite a distinct problem if there if the if it is. So it it was a Flash game. Um, Obviously, the the problem you're alluding to is the fact that Flash is no longer. Uh, Ninja Kiwi, who are the developers from New Zealand who made this game um, preemptively on July the 8th, 2020, uh, coincidentally my birthday, uh, they released the a, a pack called the Ninja Kiwi Archive, released it for free on Steam, which is 60 games that they did Jesus. on Flash. Um, it's, it's on Steam completely free, so you just go on Steam and download it from there. Job done doing it now excellent and they did that so that their games could be preserved once flash died a death so well done okay yeah well done them not everybody had the foresight or interest in doing that for their games so now what we're talking about it then uh ninja kiwi they were founded in 2006 by chris and stephen harris who were two brothers they developed over 60 flash games started off quite bare bones with just the two of them i think and then ended up with about 70 people uh, they were taken over in march 2021 by modern by modern times group who are a swedish media conglomerate uh, they were taken over to the tune of 203 million dollars jeez when was that in march 2021 mm. wow That's yeah lots of money of, of, yeah obviously uh modern times thought they were they were worth their uh, that amount have they made anything since then, or? Well, it, it seems it a just... lot for a company that make free uh, flash games. Essentially, they, yeah. they have made yeah. other things. So the, as I said, there's, there's these six Bloons games, um, different versions of Bloons Tower Defense two, three, etc. Released on other platforms. So, for example, number three came out in two thousand eight for the PC on Flash, and then was released on the PSP and on the DSiWare in two thousand and ten. Number four came out on iOS in 2010 and was apparently purchased over a million times. I suspect it must have been one of those games that was maybe priced quite low and therefore um, maybe sold well as a result of that. That also came out on DSi where it was freemium on PC. So Mm. you then think about how that model um, got a lot of money in. Number five had both a free Flash version and a freemium version. Number five released on Steam, iOS, Xbox One, PS4, and the Switch between 2011 and 2018. Since one game, Bloons TD5, released over a period of seven years on different consoles in different iterations, whether it was free, whether it was paid for, whether you bought it at a certain price on Switch or whatever. Mm. So that kind of paints a bit of a picture as to where this, as, as to why they're worth $203 million perhaps. Um, number six is Steam, iOS, and Google Play only, and that came out in 2018. There were also in terms of balloons, the, the franchise balloons itself, 
There were also spin-offs with card and city building mechanics as well. So there are a lot of games. Obviously, this Ninja Kiwi archive has 60 plus games in there. So there is a lot. They're quite prolific. So I'm looking through them now and some of them are, as you say, uh, they definitely look like Flash games. The sorts of things you'd find on Newgrounds. Keypad Chaos. Well, that's one of the things I like about this is I like the, the art style. It's very amateur and I mean, I mean that in a, in a positive yeah. way. I, I quite yeah, like how way. basic yeah. it is. Uh, the music is also quite minimal as well. But again, I remember quite enjoying that. This is a game I used mm. to play a lot uh, once my brother um, turned me on to it in sort of summer, spring 2008. It was one I used to play on mute and listen to music while playing it. And I, I whittled away many a happy hour doing that. Okay. Lovely. So have I got it wrong then? Your brother introduced you to this game. And I thought that a certain other person had. So Was well, it the other way around? Or? You, you're sort of right and sort of wrong there. My, my brother had introduced me to it in 2008. And then when you and I worked together in 2009, um, a, a mutual friend that, that we knew had, had been playing it as well. And they reminded me of it. And then I sort of jumped back on the bandwagon for a bit ah, then. Right, and then okay. I fell back off the bandwagon in, what, late 2009 and haven't played it since. Are you putting your sobriety at risk? <laughs> Tonight is this gonna is this gonna lead to potentially dark moments for you? Potentially, yes. Although if it's on PC, it's obviously a lot more difficult for me to time fill these days. If it was for free and on my phone, uh, potentially that might be me clambering back onto that bandwagon. We will see. Well, if it's on PC, I I am sort of thinking. Although saying that, you'd have to install Steam, wouldn't you? I was just thinking in your profession, there there are readily accessible computers and uh i could well imagine you sort of sitting and ignoring your duties nah no that's uh that's minesweeper that scratches up and alt-tabbing when your bosses come in (laughs) no comment well shall we alt-tab out of uh, recording and fire up balloons tower defense then hey yeah some balloons do you like it yeah i don't know if the microphone will like that oh <laughs> or the listener no no exactly I, I need to clarify because your face suggested that you thought i was having a moment i always think you're having a moment i think your whole life is a moment so <laughs> One moment makes no difference there. to me yeah i just put it with it balloons what do you think then it was Without being <laughs> cruel, I just don't want to upset you. It was fine. There you go. It was fine. We are. I'm not coming into this thinking that you're going to have some sort of Bioshock esque revelation of oh my days. It's it's super. It it's a free flash game. <gasps> what what's a Bioshock esque revelation? What's I, that? I've just finished reading um, Press Reset and uh, oh yeah, uh, he Jason Schreier. Uh, realized Bioshock, so it's just at the forefront of my mind as being the most revelatory right. game ever. Okay. 
Right. Okay. Cool. That's all. A, a game. Right. I'm, so I'm I'm citing as a reference point a game I've never played. There you go. Yeah. Well, Bioshock is. Yeah. Well, Bioshock is good. So it's better than Bloons. I'll tell you that much. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm not saying it have isn't. You, have, you've never played any of the Bioshock never games? Never touched, touched mm. any of them at all. I think you'd quite enjoy them. I, I think I would. I, I really do. But uh, just Is uh, that why you've not played them? You just don't like yourself enough? No, it's just uh, I've got... Just other, self-flagellation always, isn't there's, it? There's other games I'd rather play more, like Bloons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, typical. Yeah, I, I I really like it, but I'm completely with you that it's yeah it is what it is. I, I like it because it is it, it's a simple time waster. We've both Ash and I finished it tonight. Both Ash and I finished playing it during our time with it uh, for this episode. Um, my total playthrough was thirty seven minutes, and that includes having to restart twice because I kept making silly decisions. Uh, that's thirty seven minutes. To, so you probably got about half an hour to complete the entire game from start to finish. Yeah, on my second run as well. And I think that's part of the problem. Uh, it, the thing is, like you said, it is, it's a flash game. Um, that's free. So I can't, that's free. That I, so I can't, I'm not, I'm not sort of aiming to hammer it or nail it or anything like that. It's just that if I, if this was a flash game that I was playing when I was playing flash games a lot, I wouldn't go back to it. And I know that for you, this is a game that you went back to again and again and again. Mm. I don't really understand why. I just find it really fun. Why, why would you not go back to it? Because I finished it. I finished it, and I know, I know how, I know the formula to do it again. Like there's no, there's nothing pulling me back. The the I'd just do the same thing again, wouldn't I? The the system in the game to to gauge a score I guess is that the number of balloons that escape pass so I finished mine with 28 because I had 12 balloons snuck past me you finished with 34 do you not want to go back and try and, and get fewer balloons past than that oh, really Th- no? 34 means I got six balloons past me hmm. no I don't really have any inclination no drive to go back Cause I, no. I, had four, I had 40 up until about level 42 and now I got a bit cocky and uh, flew too close to the sun and I, I let uh, a I don't si- know what you mean by handful get through. Well, that's what I was going to say. I don't know what you mean by flew too close to the sun. I got cocky. What does that mean? Yeah, but cocky how? Like when I you thought, say cocky, thought, do yeah, you mean do it. what with them? Right. So you didn't get cocky. You got complacent. Uh, no, I got cocky because I was I was trying to save up for a, a super monkey, the the tower to end all towers. And I thought well, you didn't do a I'm... very good job of saving up for a super monkey, did you? Because you ended up with forty-two monkeys. <laughs> uh, for clarity, for the listener, those are the basic towers, and then super monkeys are the the, the super version of those. There are other towers which I actually dabbled a bit with, like ice towers and bombs. But I didn't have those at all. I just had pure monkeys, pure simian goodness. Yeah, for forty-two of them. I yeah. had, I had at the end of the game, I had nine monkeys, nine standard towers. And five super monkeys. My strategy was just to, to bombard. I don't think I had any more than about 14 monkeys at any point in the game. Well, different play styles, and obviously you won, so uh, yours, yours was better. 
I'll uh, I'll, I'll concede that. <laughs> okay, he, I don't know if you're being sarky. I I don't know either. I don't really care either, to be honest. Not right now. So I like. I how... do, yeah, it's just like it feels like I've solved the put. If there is a puzzle there, and I don't think there is, but if there were a puzzle there, I feel like I've solved the puzzle to to a satisfactory degree. I just don't think that there's any real value in trying to eke out those six monkey six lives. Even I I I I've optimized. As far as I'm interested in optimizing, uh, that's what tower defense games are about, isn't it? Optimization. Yeah, yeah. I read a very interesting article researching this about how tower defense games were the natural successor or evolution, perhaps, of RTS games. Discuss. Um, they're a reduction of the RTS formula, is what I would counter argue or, or suggest. <laughs> in in place of that argument um and that's without reading the argument i just don't i don't think that they just know they're they're like they're like what no no i'm just trying to think it through because obviously this is a new idea um they are like one part of an rts game there you go they're like the moment where you or another uh, uh another army invades a base that's what they are um but they don't have they don't even have that down completely in the sense that you can because an rts generally tend well because an rts tends to take place on a on a map that goes beyond that base's um, borders you can you have options in that that you don't have in a tower defense game so you can retreat you can withdraw completely or you can if you're being overwhelmed you could send a, a little um little group of your uh units off somewhere else to hide so that you don't get completely obliterated um there's also no yeah so yeah no i don't agree there you go i i think at a push at a stretch you could say that an a tower defense is like a certain part of the cycle that you play through without the, the wider loop. gameplay loop and the nuances of rts games yeah. Well, as we discover through playing this, my experience of RTS is very limited, so I can't possibly comment. I, I can see I the, don't, the, the link between them, but I, I also... I can see the link, yeah. I I don't think... Go on, sorry. Uh, that, that, that's it, bro. I don't think then... Yeah, I can see the link. I can see the link. Um, I just don't think that... I just don't see the, the value in the argument i don't really see what what's the point in saying this is that when they're both distinct things tower defense is no less the genre because it's its own thing like it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to draw from rts although in some ways it does um but it doesn't it it doesn't have to draw from that in order to be valued or valuable and rts's don't have to be and RTSs have their own distinct character and value as well, inherent in that character. Um, there are RTSs... So the thing that's making me book against that as well is that there are RTSs that have been reduced down already to the to the most basic elements of an RTS. Uh, I've mentioned uh, Euphoria. Mm. Euphoria. I've mentioned Euphoria before. Um, and Euphoria is an RTS 
without any bells and whistles, although it is it is quite a pretty game um, and has some nice plinky-plinky music. That was the gardening one, isn't it? It's gardening of a kind. You, you are flowers. You are flowers and you send off your little spores to or seeds to uh, take over other areas and get it on with other flowers, I think. It was quite abstract. So, I yeah, that's, that's, that's your floor. Mm. Yeah, no, they did it like flowers. Oh, okay. And it was hot. Anyway, yeah, uh, it was just something I thought I'd throw it. Uh, the reason I found that was because I was trying to find, um, if listeners can maybe help me out, I was trying to find an article that I, I remember reading during lockdown last year where Kotaku did an interview uh, with... They either did an interview, one they found on Ninja Kiwi, or they just did a, a retrospective of Ninja Kiwi as a company. And I remember finding it really interesting because there was lots of behind-the-scenes information about the development of balloons. So I was trying to find it for mm. my notes for tonight. And I could not find this article for love nor money. So if anyone else can do some better Googling than I can, then please let me know on social media because I would be really interested to read that article. Yeah, I, I'll read it if it pops up. But I don't remember the article, but then I wouldn't have necessarily been keeping my eye out for it or whatever order because I, well, I, don't, I, I don't think I have actually played Balloons before. Did you, did you not play um, it when I was reading that's Switch? And that's their most famous uh, game, isn't it? No, I didn't. Right, okay. Uh, just a few Sorry. notes then. Just a few notes. Things that I like about the game. I like that it's really basic and it would therefore run on any PC. Although the flip side of that is that the version that we played tonight, the Ninja Kiwi Archive version, apparently has to always have a stable internet connection in order to play. You can't just play it offline. I don't know. Oh. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um. So that's a bit not good. I like the art style. I like how basic it is, as we talked about in the first half. The Super Monkey is amazing. I just really like I find it very satisfying how it mows down balloons left right and center I like oh the sound was obnoxious there you oh, go the sound was brilliant mm, yeah but you didn't use anything but monkeys I had bombs and stuff going off and it was a bit too loud and obnoxious when you got bombs on the field they just overtake everything I think the so having said the sound is obnoxious if I just had poppers the balloon uh, the, the monkeys of various different types it, it probably would have been better. It sort of sounded like popcorn going off, especially when there were hundreds of balloons being popped every second. It was... Yeah, you're right. That's that's a perfect analogy, and that's maybe why I liked it. Kind of fine. I find it really satisfying. Mm. Uh, I would also say that this Balloons Tower Defense, um, just come at it from a slightly different angle, I think it would be a good way to introduce children to Tower Defense games as a, as a genre because of how accessible yeah. it is and how it looks and easy to play, etc. Hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, there are probably better ones. I don't know what they are, but in terms of what people will have done with the genre and how and and polishing it up and that, yeah, there well, are probably just better ones that exist now. And that's not that's not to downplay or talk down um, balloons. It's a it's good. It's good for what it is. I just feel like I said in, as well. In, I just feel like I said in the first half that as the sequels to Bloons Tower Defence went on and they added different things to it, it, it kind of, for me, overcomplicated it. I'm thinking about other other people, other people listening, maybe with children, that they want to get into this genre. This is just, it's that you, you buy towers, you put them down, they pop balloons, that's that rinse and repeat. It's just so simplistic as a gameplay loop that I think it's Yeah, it's perhaps accessible. I didn't, perhaps I didn't explain myself. What I mean is that there will be simplified, there will be sim- simple versions of 
tower defense games that are like this in terms of the difficulty level that they set that they oh, set. Oh, I see. Yes. Um, and and the simplicity that. of it, like there's only five or five, one, two, five, five things, aren't there, to place down? Yeah. Um, and six enemies. Yeah, there will be games that are uh, on the same level, but that have a level of polish that this doesn't have. That that maybe children would enjoy more, f- just because like the pace is is better or the visuals are better or the whole experience of navigating it around so one of the things that ux wise whenever the text box popped up it Mm. was it was covered a third of the screen if you had it full screen um which is quite a lot of the level not to be able to see um and it's just things like that like if, if you've got a a slightly more polished version that was made by people that um had a bit more experience making games then you wouldn't you wouldn't have problems like that and i feel bad i i'm not saying don't give this to kids i'm not saying that it's not okay I, i'm just saying that now many years after this game came out tower defense games will exist that are same level mm. in a lot of ways but but better better presentation uh, one last fact then before we wrap up uh, is that the game has been played, or the series has been played, uh, racking up all the um, you know, downloads and different devices appeared on. Uh, it's been played as, as as a whole over one billion times, which is pretty phenomenal as well. Yep. Yep. Woo! One billion times. One billion lots of monkeys being popping balloons left, right and centre. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening. If you've enjoyed us talking about balloons, come let us know. Um, as we said, it's a readily available... I don't think they will have. As we said, it's readily available on Steam for free. Um, yeah, Have a dabble. Maybe see if any of the other games are, are good. Balloons, Tower Defense 2, 3, 4, 5, or 6. Should we have given those a try? Let us know. Um, join us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or YouTube. And remember to like, share, subscribe, rate, and review as well. Muchas gracias. Bye. Thank you very much. Bye.